three, two, one, and rocking and rolling. We got uh, certified health nut here, and I am so freaking dude. I've been watching you for like eight years, man. It's crazy. Oh wow! Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, pre beard days. Yeah, this was uh, <clears throat> this was uh, the result of my divorce, and really just regaining my manhood. Well, I just stopped caring what people thought about me. And, uh, um, and I realized that whatever I was doing before, <clears throat> you know, I prayed to God and I just surrendered and I was like, okay, what's what, whatever's going on, it's not working. And, uh, and then I just, you know, I stopped caring about my look and everything else. And, uh, I had a shaved face. I, I, you know, you told me you were working in Japan. I worked in Japan as a model. And, uh, you know, I had that classic, classic look forever. And obviously, that's the way you make money in Hollywood when I was an actor as well. And, uh, and everything actually shifted. You know, people are like, you'll make more money and, and, you know, chicks will dig you more. And actually, the opposite is the truth. And uh, I think it just comes down to our conditioning for making money. Uh, in the world. And, uh, you know, the, the language of business is a shaved face and a suit. And uh, I did that for a while uh, with my business mentor. He trained me, you know, people will size you up in, uh, in, in a split second, about three seconds. And if you don't have the language of business, uh, people won't do business with you. And I am living, breathing truth that that is not the case, um, at least for where I'm at right now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, obviously, that's not the case. I mean, I mean, dude, I mean, you freaking blown up, man. It's 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 freaking all. It's so awesome, man. It's so great to see. I've seen you over the years, you know, and uh, to to now, it's awesome. awesome. Yeah, and I've got I've got a mission, and things are blowing up now, counter yeah. counterintuitively, and uh, and I'm just gonna keep riding the wave and going in that direction, and. Uh, I'm excited, man. I'm excited because the world's breaking free right now. So, so tell me about the, the men's work you're doing. So uh, I started doing men's work about five years ago. A friend of mine had, uh, uh, he, he had a heart transplant and uh, he was a bit of a party animal. I met him in, uh, I met him in Miami and we crushed Miami in the nineties, put it on the map and, uh, uh, he was one of the club promoters there. And then he moved to Vegas uh, as a VIP host and he kept, you know, partying and, and doing the thing. And then he ended up having a heart transplant and then he realized that he wanted to serve his brothers. And so he put together a, a men's group um, uh, called Breakthrough Camp. And uh, he wanted me to teach Qigong and nutrition um, and whatever else I could bring in there. And, uh, and so I started doing that. And then I started working with another gentleman that drank ayahuasca in New York city as a, um, he was a real estate, uh, commercial real estate guy. And, uh, when he woke up, there was no place to, um, to really have a men's group and just get around the fire and really just talk about what was going on with us. And what I realized was that when no females are around and we did bring a sexual, uh, 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 tantra kind of a sexual consciousness around sexuality woman into the breakthrough camp and it was a shit show all the men started peacocking and they left their vulnerability 
behind. And so uh, mm-hmm. from that point on, I said, you know, no more females because when the females aren't around, uh, men can really open up their heart, be vulnerable. And uh, that's really when the work gets done. And men are pretty simple. And uh, when we provide that atmosphere, usually they get stuff off their chest and the tears start flying and we just, they walk out and they're much more free and they can be much more uh, uh, present with any challenges. And, uh, and of course the, the, the feminine that's in our lives, the women and the children. And so, uh, so that's my template now. And, and I, I find tremendous strength in vulnerability in men. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of guys now are looking for, um, you know, we're kind of lost without a tribe. I mean, I was kind of, kind of, kind of one of them, uh, am one of them. And, you know, it's definitely, I mean, it's, it's freaking awesome just to hear you, you doing, getting into that work. I mean, it's just, it's just really powerful, man. Yeah. I got my whiteboard set up here in the back and, uh, uh-huh. Um, my next book is on sacred masculinity. I do believe it'll be done by the summer, and uh, we're going to do um, we're going to do a course, an online course as well. And the way I like to work is uh, uh, fundamental principles, uh, basics uh, that no one can really argue with. Um, and so, you know, when I wrote my book on on health and consciousness, um, I focused on uh, basic physiological. Uh, psychological and biological aspects you know we need we need food we need water that food and water needs to be clean the movement uh, is necessary it's a it's a necessity not a luxury so exercise um, uh, physiology and corrective exercise just really so that it can help people uh, just have the basics I don't want to get into any deep philosophy um, and so uh, there's no n- need for that. And the same thing with the sacred masculinity. You know, we have a specific role. We're here to protect the women and children. Prime directive is to stay alive. And part of p- prime directive is to procreate, to, to uh, evolve the species. And so uh, when we have that as a template, we can kind of, you know, get rid of all the other fluff and the goggly goop that we see all over the internet. Uh, we need water, we need food, we need shelter, and we need fire. And fire is representative of the technology that we have today, whether you're putting gasoline in a combustion engine or whether you're running your electrical uh, materials off of these devices that we're on right now. And I believe that technology, as there's two forces on this planet, yin, yang, positive, negative, masculine, feminine, um, you know, uh, when we um, when we understand uh, the, the 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 two forces, uh, we can keep it in you know alignment with that, and uh, you know really do good for the world and mm-hmm. stay focused on that. And so, mm-hmm. technology, I believe, uh, can be used for negative, and I also believe it can use for positive. And mm-hmm. then when it comes to shelter, um, you know. If anybody's looking at the real estate market, it's scheduled to crash again, make 2008 look like child's play. Um, oh. And if we're gonna need shelter in the future, then we're gonna need some kind of community and relationships are built on that. The Native oh. Americans had a principle called right relations and we're gonna have to come correct on what our side of the street is that we have to clean up and uh, let other people clean up their side of the street. And, uh, and then 
with shelter, it's going to come down to barn building. And right now, building materials, I do believe uh, they went up three times. Yes. Um, yeah. What, just, just during this situation. Yeah. So again, building community um, around what matters most. And then, you know, the Amish and the Luddites, they used to do barn raising. And you can get a lot done with 30, 40, 50, 60 men. You know, you can, you can build something, uh, mm-hmm. you know, in a short amount of time mm-hmm. uh, when we're collaborated on what mm-hmm. matters most. So. Uh, uh, so, so who are, who are the men that most work that, that come to you? I mean, why, why do guys come to you, to the men's group? Well, we're, I'm working on my marketing team and, and okay. uh, to target, you know, the, the people that need it the most. And my target, same thing with Ripped at 50, a journey to self-love, the hashtag Ripped at 50, mm-hmm. 70% of the American people are obese or overweight. And awesome, so- Awesome uh, book, by the way. <laughs> uh, awesome. You read it? I'm, I'm reading it right now. Yeah, I'm about halfway through. Okay, awesome. And so, uh, yeah, uh, 70% of the American people are obese or overweight. I think it's 80% in African-American and uh, Latin American. I think it's 75%. It's, it's more than just the average. And so, uh, obviously, there's a huge market. Many of the guys that are coming initially uh, are pretty fit. Uh, they already have the physicality. They're into, into uh, confidence building, weightlifting, getting strength into their body. Um, but the objective of the book was to address uh, the people that are my age, executives that are making decisions that are antithetical to life itself. And usually if they have the wealth piece, you know, they can look around and they, they get a little bit older and they start to realize, well, I better get the health piece moving forward. So that is uh, my main target moving forward is the guys that really need all the physical stuff, all the nutrition stuff. Um, but again, the guys that are showing up are, you know, they're real troopers. They're strong men um, already, and they're just a little lost. And uh, um, they don't, you know, they're, they're figuring out the relationship piece, um, figuring out what side of the street, you know, what's their stuff to work on. And, uh, and also the most important part of my work, which is the first chapter in my book, is... Uh, is the legacy piece. Men need purpose. Otherwise, they're just going to go around in circles or like I exemplify in the book, chase paper. I didn't know what I was doing. I was yeah. going to college to get a good job, mm-hmm. you know, and and it was just a dead end road. And, mm-hmm. uh, and so men need purpose and direction. Women, you know, they're designed to take care of the children and nourish and nurture the children and have babies, which takes a lot of energy out of their body. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so they need support for that. The children are the most important thing moving forward for the species. Mm-hmm. And right now we've been sold through neo-Marxism, uh, feminism. And feminism started, you know, there was the, the, the second big wave was with Gloria Steinem in 1973. And uh, she worked with the CIA. They wanted two people to enter into the pay structure so they could be taxed. And lo and behold, my mother didn't start working till 1979, and that job was a hobby. Now, after the housing crisis, uh, she has to work uh, two jobs right now uh, just to survive, and 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 that's total survival. And I'm helping her, you know, buy organic food right now, and and. Uh, you know, and she's, she's 70. So here is the results 
of feminism. Feminism destroyed the family. You've got easy divorces. Um, you know, there's no criteria to get married, to have children. Mm -hmm. And so uh, there's no teachings. The elders are missing. Mm -hmm. uh, that's what I'm providing for. You know, I'm learning a lot of this stuff on the fly myself. I grew up a, uh, on the street as a kid. Uh, I didn't have a lot of supervision. I didn't have elders in my life telling me, okay, well, this is what's going to happen. You know, when you get out of school and you work and your work ethic and uh, um, nobody taught me about the money supply. The money supply is also very subversive. It's making us into slaves. And so to, to understand this and break free, you know, my mission is to raise human consciousness now and change all systems. So that includes education, energy, farming, commerce, the way we're doing things is actually antithetical to life itself. It's cutting off um, our life supply systems. And lo and behold, look at what's happening with postpartum depression. Women have children and then they <clears throat> hormonally, they lose it uh, because the, the, the minerals aren't in the soil. They mm -hmm. can't have the cognitive function. They have hormonal function. They have mm -hmm. depression. Uh, and then everybody's working. Who's watching the children? This is a real drain on the soul. I know this because I've spent almost every day of my children's life with them. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I never wanted to farm them out to nannies uh, or any of this stuff. And, mm -hmm. uh, and, and, I, and I see uh, what happens. You know, one of my businesses went down. My wife went uh, back to her business. And, uh, um, um, and, and, uh, and she hated me for that and she was exhausted mm -hmm. and she was depressed uh, and she was anxious and, and in fear. So my objective is to give men support and tell them that they're not alone, that the world is topsy-turvy right now. Mm -hmm. um, and then we get back to brass fundamental tacks and build a foundation inside yourself first. Mm -hmm. And uh, the big message of my book is, uh, as above, so below, the natural law, law of correspondence. Uh, mm -hmm. How do we expect the world to be healthy if we are not healthy ourselves? Mm -hmm. And so I, I, this is a clarion call out to men. It's up to us. No one's coming here to save us yeah. whatsoever. We've already been given free will. And this is what we've done with the planet, whether consciously or unconsciously. And now it's time to rise up. Yeah, exactly, man. I mean, there's just, there's just so much in there and, and, um, you know, I mean, there's just so much stuff going on right now, you know, and I'm, I, it's, it's a, it's, 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 it's turmoil, but at the same time, you know, I got, I got, dude, I got friends that are, I got a friend he's doing, a, um, he's a therapist, but he's, he's, he's doing a licensed, uh, 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 uh psychedelic program. And this is in, um, he, cause he lives in, um, what is it? The Oakland. So uh, psychedelics are legal there. And he's like, I'm like, well, well, where do you get your psychedelics, man? And he's like, dude, I just go down to the street. There's a freaking huge hippie uh, house and they just sell them to you. And I was like, what? Are you kidding me? And he's like, yeah, man. He's like, come on out here, dude. We'll do some mushrooms, you know? And this guy is a PhD scientific, I mean, I mean, he, he had his own personal experience that with psychedelics that put, um, you know, brought him towards this, uh, this, in this new direction. But that's just one example of, of, the, of the great, wonderful things going on. 
you know, there's you, there's raw of earth, there's, you know, all these people doing all this awesome stuff, man. And it's just, I, I just love it, man. I love it. Yeah. And, and I never, uh, play the victim or let any of my people play the victim. Yeah. And so we, I couch it in the philosophy. Well, it says in the Vedic scriptures that this is the whole human experience is the big cosmic joke. This is just God playing God, awakening to God. And so uh, otherwise we're victims and we are powerful beyond measure. Einstein said that we were only using 5% of our brain. I studied with Maori healers from New Zealand. The great Maori healer, Papa Joe said, the human being is the most technological advanced piece of equipment in the whole entire universe. Mm -hmm. and then, what Einstein said. So we're not even using our full potential. Uh, and of course, psychedelics have been around for a very long uh, period of time. It's what we use to connect to the divine and get direct communion. And so these tools are becoming much more available. Obviously, I've got a background uh, in working with psychedelics in the Amazon with ayahuasca. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, and they're not fully legal in this country. I have a yeah. friend, a shaman that just got arrested here in Arizona. Um, and, uh, he's at native American church and he works with these sacraments and he never tried to sell me any kind of oh. drugs or mushrooms or anything like that. Oh. And so I don't even know why he got fingered, but this is a message out to anyone who's using psychedelics right now. Oh. You know, you have to look at the legalities and, uh, you know, no matter whether it's right, right. Um, you just have to look at the legalities. My parents got busted by the FBI. My, my stepfather got busted by the FBI in, in 1981. The, the, the government doesn't care um, about your little spiritual life or whatever you're doing. They only care what's legal. Just look at marijuana, for example. I'm living in Arizona, even in Vegas, right, where it's now fully legal, party central. Uh, seven, 10 years ago, if you got caught with a joint, you were going to do jail time. And, and we're talking years of jail time. Mm -hmm. uh, in Arizona, I do believe that... Uh, mushrooms were i think they're manslaughter right so we have to uh we're not completely there yet um but psychedelics are an incredible tool and again there are no victims this is part of our spiritual awakening i do believe we've oppressed ourselves so that like the the, the shoot of grass that comes through the concrete you know that you can't kill the human spirit that's that's my philosophy again or otherwise we're victims and i know that the neo-marxism is you know getting out the violins and be like oh you're a woman you're oppressed you know you know you're black or you know now stop asian hate this is all designed this is propaganda designed uh you know with neo-marxism and the essence of of marxism is um you know, make all these laws to make everything uniform so that everything will, will live in a utopian reality. But the history of communism uh, has created mass genocide. I think Mao Zedong uh, murdered about 60 million people. Uh, Stalin mm -hmm. uh, had a big track record for that and uh, really making other wrong. So my clarion call is to reunite the brotherhood of man, the black man, the white man, the red man, uh, and 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 the yellow man uh, comes back around the fire and it was prophesized in Africa a long time ago that that would happen during this time and that is what I believe is happening right now mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so so what if so like let's say um, a friend of yours a guy, uh, a, um, a person you might know or something and he's like and he comes to you and he says hey you know 
Troy, man, I, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm, my purpose is, I'm, I'm not sure what my purpose is anymore. I, 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 de- I used to know who I was, but now I'm kind of, kind of don't know what, what to do. I'm very much, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I just lost my job and I, I don't know how to make money anymore or something like that. I mean, what, what, what would you tell them just out of curiosity? Well, that's pretty loaded, but let's go back yeah. down to fundamental <laughs> principles again. What does yeah. your heart desire? You yeah. know, making money, we'll have to figure that out on the back end. Mm-hmm. But let's get you clear right here, right now, on what your heart desires. And the, I have three very profound exercises in the book. Uh, the essence of one of them is right. You know, what's on your tombstone? You know, become the author of your own life, the authority of your own life. My research into the spiritual realm is that uh, we all desire peace at the fundamental level. And so if that's true, uh, then we have to call that forth. So what is what the heart desires? I ask men what they love to do, what they did in high school or as a child. You like to ride bikes, horses, you know, do you, you know, some people like to do you know cook food some people like to take care of children teach children some people like to make children like me and so uh so so yeah let's get down to what the heart desires and uh and focus you know only on that and i have the exercises and or if people come to my men's groups um that is one of the things that we knock out of the park so it's very simple what your dream is, what your purpose, what your legacy is. And then we boil that down into an I am statement. I am X, Y, and Z, creating X, Y, and Z. The trap, Ace, is that people, um, they want to monetize that because that's the world that we live in. That's the trap. How How will I monetize that? But look at the history, look all over the internet. You know, people are doing equine therapy. They grew up, they love riding horses. They see the real spiritual value of these giant animals. And they end up, you know, creating psychological components to bring people out to ride these animals and to go through their own psychological aspects. So that's just one, you know, uh, job that can be created out of that. Other people can be nature guides. You know, they love being in nature. Um, And some people like to uh, be an accountant right? Put the numbers in the boxes. They really like that. They're, they're more introverted, right? So they're okay with doing that type of service to the world because currently, you know, people need help with their finances and stuff like that. So what I'm saying is everyone has their gifts. Mm-hmm. I have an accountant. He, he's, he's pretty nerdy and he's just, he's, 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 he's down it. He likes numbers. He likes being quiet. He likes being at his house by himself. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, I didn't do his purpose uh, with him, uh, but maybe he finds purpose in that, in helping small businesses uh, be successful uh, currently. Um, and so, so, yeah, the trap is to monetize it, but ultimately the gift is to really find out what's in the heart and give yourself permission and poetic license to, um, uh, to respect that what's in your heart. And then don't quit your day job, right? Don't quit your day job. And let's, you know, use the day job as a stepping stone. It's a learning experience. We don't have a rites of passage in our uh, reality right now as well. And so 
maybe having a difficult time of trying to earn money uh, in this world and working in a job that you don't want to work in, that can be a rites of passage. Um, and let me tell you, nothing's worse than not having enough money because people do live very painful lives. I, I'm surrounded by hippies. I grew up in the Haight-Ashbury in the 60s. I am a hippie, uh, you know, at heart. And so, uh, but I see more pain in that where people are just like, yeah, love and bliss and the community will take care of me. And it's all this pacifism. And then they're not living, uh, um, you know, vibrant lives. They're living painful lives if they're, if they're honest. Yes, they have more freedom than most of us, but living underneath the, the sun and, and living on the snow in the winter uh, can have its own challenges as well. So get clear on what the heart desires. We all need water, food, uh, and shelter. Uh, and uh, food right now is, real food is organic food, and that costs currently in our debt slave fiat currency uh, situation, uh, that costs money. And so uh, it's, good to get, it's good to get clear on that and, uh, and not bullshit ourselves, right? Uh -huh, uh -huh. So uh, what's the, um, what's, what's your, like, who are your mentor, who, who's your mentor uh, that, or somebody that you look up to and, and why? So I learned a lot from uh, the great Paul Czech and the Czech Institute. Uh -huh. um, my desire, I'm mostly self-taught, but yes, I've had many mentors. Uh, and Paul Czech really helped me and the Czech Institute helped me put everything together so that I can work and be effective out in the world. Um, J.P. Sears is probably the most famous Czech practitioner and he was Czech faculty as well. Uh, I never took a course with uh, uh, J.P., but I've learned from him. And then uh -huh. Paul was the teacher at the Czech Institute that I learned from. Uh -huh. And so I also learned from uh, my mentor, the great gringo shaman in, um, in, uh, in the Amazon, I have many videos with him uh, mm -hmm. and content. Uh, he was an ayahuasca shaman in, in the Amazon rainforest. Mm -hmm. He taught me many things and he had a great sense of humor. Uh, and so uh, I learned greatly from him. Uh, Joel Bauer is my uh, business mentor and uh, Joel trained Tony Robbins. He trained uh, wow. the Wolf of Wall Street, Kevin Trudeau wow. um, and many others. Uh, out there in the world. He sat with Donald Trump uh, for four hours in a, in a limousine, uh, having meetings with him. And after that, Donald Trump built his uh, tie company. So his technology on ties. And mm -hmm. if you look at the first coronavirus task force meeting, mm -hmm. Donald Trump was wearing a pink tie. Now the pink disarms women. This is, this is color coding psychology. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, um, <laughs> you see Joel Bauer's work out there in the, in, 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 in the world. And uh, if you see Tony Robbins on, um, you know, the morning show or Good Morning America, boy, oh boy, he's all suited up and he's got, you know, the most bitchin' uniform out there. Mm -hmm. You know, what the suit does is it allows you to focus on the person's face. Mm -hmm. And he does this for women as well, um, making sure that the cleavage is not showing. And so, uh, so Joel Bauer, I give it up to Joel Bauer. I give it up to Paul Check uh, to put all the personal, professional, and spiritual uh, concepts together in holistic health. 
Um, and then, uh, um, and then I've studied with Maori healers from New Zealand for 27 years. And they have uh, taught me extensively on how to free the human body and consciousness uh -huh. and live an authentic life. Uh -huh. They taught me the Maori haka. When you come down the street with your game, with your level of authenticity, regardless, and you know, you bring it out of the other person, friend or foe, you know, the, the Maori haka is extremely powerful. Uh -huh. And so, so that's basically what I'm doing out on the internet is just being my authentic self. Uh -huh. And, uh, and that triggers a ton of people. And, uh, you know, my heart is, is, you know, I've got a heart of gold and I'm altruistic, but I guarantee, and I don't care, I don't care if you're a biggest follower of me, I am going to trigger your ideas of everything and anything. Mm -hmm. um, that's part of my template and, and uh, a big part of my job. And the spiritual addendum to that is, you know, my spirituality is really becoming uh, the best teacher by becoming the best listener mm -hmm. and working on my communication style and working on, um, you know, my bedside manner. My mouth has gotten me in a lot of trouble. It's actually... You know, your curse is your gift. There's two forces, again, yin and yang. Uh, and your curse is your gift. Mm -hmm. So the challenges that I've had in the world uh, has elevated my soul to the next level, my, my, my human spiritual experience. Um, yeah. So um, if somebody wants to do the man, uh, your um, men's group work, how can they get in touch with you? The best place is my, my website, thetroycasey.com. We've got an email list and we update people from there. I have an online community on Patreon and uh, uh, people can come in internationally through that. I coach men two, two, uh, two times a month. Mm -hmm. And then, um, you know, my content is free. I put out a lot of content, you know, every single day. Yeah. Uh, really just to inspire people to take care of their bodies and to think differently outside of the box. And lo and behold, everything that's happening in the world, people, people are waking up. <laughs> this, is, this is the good news. Yeah. This is very good news. People know that they're being lied to. Uh -huh. uh, they're being manipulated fraudulently. Uh -huh. And uh, the history of business, you know, people think that America has really good business, but the fact of the matter is most of these corporations that are keeping everything the way they are, especially the military industrial complex, these corporations are subsidized by your sweat equity and your hard work, your mother's hard work, your father's hard work. And we subsidize these industries that aren't helping us at all. And so, um, you know, and I encourage people to look into the history of banking, read the creature from Jekyll Island. Um, uh -huh. meetings that happened in 1913, uh, uh -huh. the ending um, of the gold back uh, uh, dollar, uh, the history of the Federal Reserve, which is no different from Federal Express. It's a private corporation that runs our money. So really understand the world that you live in. Read, read the book, Confessions of an Economic Hitman, if you think we're exporting freedom, right? Uh -huh. how, how free are the people in Libya? after we decimated that country for democracy and freedom, which was a load of nonsense, Syria, Iraq, Afghanistan, these things are all about oil. And we're all complicit in the genocide that oil creates because we're filling our gasolines, our, our gas tanks full of gasoline 
unconsciously, not really putting two and two together. And my biggest come from ACE was when I worked in the Amazon, I saw that oil exploration was the cancer of the rainforest. They cut roads through the rainforest and then uh, if there's oil there, they'll get it out and that usually creates leukemia and other uh, you know, major uh, uh, degenerative diseases in a place where they never had degenerative diseases. Why? Because nickel, cadmium, and all sorts of uh, um, pollution ends up in their local environment. It, mm -hmm. it, 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 it uh, contaminates the rivers, and these people end up getting uh, diseases, and it destroys their life. Then, if there's no oil down that, down that path, then uh, the lumber companies will give the Indians a dollar a day and a chainsaw so they can fell the big trees and then once, once that happens, they burn the bush and they grow cash crops. So I came out of the jungle realizing, you know, this, and that's my come from. That's what uh, instigated me to do the work that I'm doing. My mission, again, is to raise human consciousness and change all systems. And all systems are, are for upgrade right now. We can do things in a sustainable, intelligent way. Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, is there anything else you want to say or, or, um, <laughs> I mean, I can, I can talk for days on end, man. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I, I, I love you. I, I'm loving, uh, ripped at 50 and I'm so, I'm so glad I got the chance to, to, uh, to, uh, talk with you and, um, to get, um, to, to connect and, and everything like that. So. What is the main focus of your podcast and your work, Ace? I'm just, dude, I'm just, I'm just putting, I'm just feeling, I'm just kind of like, I just, okay, who do, what do I want to do? Okay. I want to, I want to talk to raw of earth. That's where it started. That's what I was like. Okay. Well, I need a reason. So I, so I was like, okay, why not start a podcast? And then I have a reason to talk to raw of earth, you know? So yeah, man, that's, that's pretty much it. <laughs> well, Ra 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 is a very good friend of mine. I love him. He's, he's very tapped in. And again, yeah, very unconventional brother. And, and then you want to pay attention to that unconvention. He may not fit in, you know, his round peg into your square hole, yeah. but you look at his results. He's an elite CrossFitter, Right. And he wasn't really, you know, training CrossFit. He was out yeah. on the trails and, and, and doing esoteric stuff and breathing and Kundalini yoga. And, and he had injuries from, from hockey and all that stuff. And he was, um, you know, one of the elite CrossFitters uh, of the world. And so an extreme athlete. And so he's a good one to pay attention to because he's thinking different mm -hmm. and he's got a heart of gold. Uh, Ra of Earth is a, is, is a very good man. Yeah, exactly, dude, exactly. All right, man. Um, yeah, I don't think I have anything else uh, I want to say, but um, I hope that – hope we can talk again sometime. Shit, man. <laughs> it's, it's so funny. I was like, dude, who I want to get on you? I want to get certified health nut, and I, I just can't leave them talking to you, man. It's crazy. <laughs> well, that's great, man. I appreciate you, and, uh, yeah, I'll send you some other uh, uh, people that I think you should interview. Have you interviewed uh, Angelo from Rhizome? Yeah, yeah. I got, I got Angelo on. I think he was like the fourth or something. Yeah, he's awesome. He's awesome. <laughs> okay, I'll go through my Rolodex and I'll give you my top three that I recommend. And uh, I think you're doing great work, Ace, and I, I appreciate you so much. Thanks, man. Yes, yeah. Send me, send me, the, send me those uh, people. Appreciate it so much, brother. Okay.
God bless. Thanks so much. Peace out, man.